Expanding your mind with Grant Hicks. A boundary-breaking show designed to dissect subjects such as spirituality, past lives, hypnosis, the esoteric, ancient history, the universe, energy, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, the earth, and more. Hello and welcome to this week's episodes. Why don't people fight for their rights? Haha, why am I laughing? Don't know. Why don't people fight for their rights? Is it because they don't know their rights? Again, this can be a subject which will um, digress immensely. And uh, <clears throat> again, it's why don't people fight for their rights? I'm sure everyone will have their opinions on this. But again, if we peel the layers back, and if you look at children, right? Look at young children, especially young children, toddlers. If you see, go to a toddler group, you know, you're going to get subdued children that just sit there. Then you get other children that come along and go, oh, I want that. Oh, I'll have that. And just take the toy out of the other child's arms at their hands. Is that one who's just taken that out? Is that a rude child? Depends. Look at the parents. Are they rude people? If they're rude people demanding they get their own way all the time, then maybe. But sometimes it's uh, a child thinks, well, I want that. That's what I want. So I'm having it. And the other child that's subdued, have a look at their parents. Are they subdued? Are they very quiet? Are they all oh, timid? Wouldn't say boo to a goose. So therefore things are easily taken off them. Is it predatory? Are some people natural predators and just take what they want without care of remorse? <clears throat> yeah, you can learn a lot from looking at very young children. Really learn a lot of their habits, how they are, what they do. They, they know what they want and what they don't want. That's fantastic. They know what they want and what they don't want. So when they get to the indoctrination centers, which are called schools nowadays, is oh, indoctrination camps. <clears throat> and if you don't think they're indoctrination camps, literally get um, a school and what they do and a prison and what they do. <laughs> you look at it, it's virtually the same. It's virtually the same. To control you, it's all about control, control, control. So if you're a school and you're you're, you know, even if you you disagree with a teacher or they say something it's like no, I don't agree with that, or you might find the subject boring or the teacher boring, and you're kicking off. Or some people just sit there moping, not doing anything, daydreaming. Nothing wrong with daydreaming. It's the right side of the brain, the creative side that's kicking in, and because you're not being entertained or it's not um excited enough for you your brain switched off and oh look at that oh i see some faces in the clouds it's called pareidolia 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 something like that where you see pictures faces and things in the clouds so you see it's sitting out the window daydreaming they call it but it's like well what you're teaching just doesn't resonate 
why do I need to know? Um, I don't know some certain history. Well, why do I need to know that? We, you know, don't know if you guys in America were the same, but in our primary schools, we had to do so much work on World War Two, so much work as young kids. And it's like, why do I need to know this? I'd have to ask my great granddad, "What did you do?" Oh, I was a fire incendiary warden in London. Okay, what's that then? And you learn about that. And I suppose that bit's interesting. As you get older, you realise it's one ginormous scam. One ginormous scam. And it is. I know there's some diehard fans that love the old World War II. They get stuck into the concentration camps. They get stuck into this. It's like, <sighs> believe it or don't believe it, it's up to you. But once you're aware <clears throat> of the lies that have been told and the people that have been wiped out and killed and the technology that's been destroyed all in the name of war, You know, and it's these these indoctrination camps, schools, where they force feed you this information constantly. Your children is, you know, and yeah, and the kids come home and so they they try and quote something where they've got good marks at school. Oh yeah, I got good marks. Oh, what did you do? I did this and I said that. And you go, oh man, it's not true though. It's not true, and, and it's a shame because the kid thinks they've done really well in this in that society you know the academic society but in the real world it's like you know that just isn't true you know i remember when my kids were at school and i was doing about egypt and the teacher she must have been about i don't know 12 <laughs> you know what i mean when they're very young they've left school or university and they just started teaching i think what do you know about egypt then and uh, on a parent's evening, I said, oh, have you been to Egypt then? I said, no. Oh, okay. I said, you do realise this is a bit off. And when you've been there numerous times and you've seen things, you can say, well, this has happened, that happened, and I've seen that with my own eyes. La, la, la. I said, oh, wow, really? Okay. Lucky enough, she was interested. But it wouldn't change, obviously, the um, what they were teaching, because that's what they have to teach throughout the whole UK. False history, false history. So we're taught lies. And one of the first lies kids are taught is what? Santa Claus, Satan Claus, Father Christmas. Yeah, I believe believe in a, uh, you know, something that doesn't exist. You know? And then when you get older, you realise it's corporate. It's all to sell stuff, get you in the corporate mind. Same as Easter's now, corporate. Um, Thanksgiving, corporate. You know, yeah, you make it have a turkey and whatever, but it's all corporate. Buy, 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 buy. And they've worked it out that certain things throughout the year, right, we'll have it there at Christmas, have it there at Easter, that's three months in. What's the next three months? Summer solstice, we'll do something there, and it's blah, 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 we'll do something there. Oh, we've got autumn, another three months, oh, we we'll do something there, and then back to Christmas again. And this is where, you know, as you get older, people say, God, oh, this year's gone really quick, hasn't it? It's gone so quick. Time may have sped up. But it's because especially at Christmas time, they're, um, they start promoting it, what, September, October. <laughs> so they already promoted it before, oh, and Halloween as well, forgot Halloween. So they make sure they put that in there as well. Amazing. When you start thinking about it, and because that all happens, and as soon as Christmas is finished, I, I remember it on Boxing Day, went out, they had hot cross buns already. Oh, and chocolate eggs, and it's like, yeah, for Easter. It's like, 
<laughs> we still haven't, still haven't reached January yet. And you're putting Easter eggs out already. It's like, and that's why the, it feels quicker, but it's not. It's the marketing. All right. It's the marketing ploy. Keep you like a uh, a mouse on the, that tread wheel, you know, that, that wheel, do, 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 you forever doing this. That's what they want. So what it is, it's mass conditioning, mass conditioning from birth, mass conditioning, because your parents have been conditioned, your grandparents have been conditioned, your great-grandparents have been conditioned, unless you've been very fortunate and that they have seen through the illusions, seen through the lies. Because you think about it, our great-grandparents, great-grandparents never had TVs, never had them. Fairly new, weren't they, until what? 50s, late 50s, mid, mid to late 50s, 60s, where we house had one. And it was like, oh my God, we can't miss out. We need a TV, we need a TV. Great big wooden box for a teeny screen and everyone's glued to it. Like they used to be glued to the radio. Indoctrination, oh great, we can put all our bullshit and propaganda directly into people's homes in their minds. In their minds, we don't need these great big world wars anymore because we can do it via the minds. It's so much easier. But that has a cost. That has a cost. And that cost is your mind being weakened. Broken down, fragmented from birth. Imagine if a child doesn't go to school, doesn't know anything, and they're allowed to fulfill their potential. Is there anywhere in the world that allows that? Not some kind of agenda, even like the so-called the, the parasitic class. It's always an agenda, right? Your job is to do this for the rest of your life. Your job is to do that for the rest of your life. You're to do that. Your, your job is to be the opposition. And when it's your time to come in 20, 30 years time, um, you know, we're going to build it up, build it up as though you actually hate each other all the way through. But in fact, your best buddies in the old funny handshake club and uh, in parliament or whatever, or corporate business. And you're looking like enemies, but really you're on the same side because you're working for the same people and it's everywhere the journalists are doing it school teachers doing it it's the whole of society whole of society you know <laughs> look at the philosopher the uh, uh rudolf steiner there's steiner schools it's not many of them about if they're teaching his his old stuff fantastic you know you don't hear about rudolf steiner lectures from the early 1900s all the way through world war one into the 1920s phenomenal stuff absolutely phenomenal stuff and a lot about what he was talking then is happening now and he did say roughly in 100 years time this is what's going to be happening and it's happened but all that attack on the mind the child's mind the the the, the, the teenager's mind the young adult's mind especially with uh, women selling all the beauty products you know oh you know if you want to be more beautiful you need this face cream it costs a hundred pounds you need this you need to wear this expensive dress these very expensive shoes to be in you know your natural beauty shit go away we don't like you natural beauty people you need to buy our products all our products that are tested on animals i know there are some products that aren't tested on animals they're the ones to go for should you choose to wear products but again it's, it's when you see these memes of babies just a newborn baby there and it's surrounded by like needles oh this is the amount of vaccinations this baby has like oh my god that's killing an actual child 
and you wonder where cock death syndrome comes from, you know that it's the same sudden sudden adult death syndrome. Is that the same thing? Is that the same thing? You know, then they've got these labels put on them, right? Okay, if your mum and dad's a Christian or Muslim or whatever, that bomb, that label slapped on you without you having any say in the matter. Slap that label on, slap that label on. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, we can cross the, the lines, the boundaries with, oh, you know, is a male, so he's got to act this way. Oh, he's female, she's got to do this. Forgetting all the, you know, the transgender agenda. You know, so if you're constantly put into categories and in those categories, there's subcategories and then on those subcategories, there's even more subcategories and so on and so on and so forth. You, you have no idea who you are. You have no idea. You're a product of your environment. Thousands of labels shoved on you by your parents, by the schools, by the government, by Big Pharma, everything. Label, 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 label. <clears throat> so if you don't know who you are, How do you know what your rights are? How do you know? Yeah, maybe they've, uh, you know, man has written, you are allowed these rights and that's it, but you can't do this. You can't do that. Can't do this. Like, oh, well, we can't. We're not allowed. Listen to people saying, are we allowed to do this? Are we not allowed to do that? It's like, what the hell? Hold on a minute. Are you going to cause harm to another by doing what you're doing? Well, no. And why are you asking if you're allowed? I mean, I was surprised <laughs> again many years ago. As a as a kiddie winkle, well, teenager, young young teenager, I can't remember how old I was, about 13, 14. <laughs> Before I even knew about clocks changing properly and all that, and I remember friends were knocking on the door Sunday morning. Uh, oh, come on, you're supposed to be going out. What are you on about going out? It's only whatever time it is. No, the clock's changed this morning. What? So there's my friends outside waiting for me. <laughs> I'm still chilling out. It's like, what do you mean? What? It's now, well, it's now 10 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, instead of nine o'clock, or whatever, whatever it was. Okay. Oh, we're going to go fishing. Oh, all right, let's go fishing then. Oh, lovely. Go fishing. Yeah, we've got to go and get a fishing license. What, what do you mean, a fishing license? Don't you just go down to the river or the lake with a fishing rod, or if you want, a piece of string on a on a stick or whatever, put some bait in, have the float right out there and do that. I've seen plenty of people fishing. Yeah, they've all got licenses. Well, hold on, I'm a bit confused. I am a bit confused. Do we need a license? Yes, you have to pay to fish. Right, so lakes, whether natural or man-made via quarrying, rivers, natural or man-made via canals, you know, it's... Surely that's our God-given right, isn't it? To fish, to eat, to live. Now you've got to pay. Wow. And this, I remember it. God, just coming in now. And going down to the, the fishing tackle shop, pay your money, whatever it was. It wasn't expensive. Not the point, is it, really? Pay your money. Get a little booklet with your name in it. I, can't, I don't think I had a photograph in it. I'm not sure. May have done. I'm not sure. I can't remember. A long, long time ago, and uh, yeah, I remember sitting on the river on the canal fishing, and a bloke would come by, oh, yeah, show me your license. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm in the club, and it's like, oh my god, there's a, a man is coming around. I'm safe, I'm safe because I've paid for a license. Sounds like a protection racket, doesn't it? 
then you need a license to drive. Or you need a license, you, you know, you've got to go and have lessons. So you need your provisional license. Is that the same in the States? You need a provisional license because you're not, you are not a learned driver. You're a learner driver, not a learned driver. So you must have the appropriate license. This license means that you're not allowed to drive out on your own, that you have to have someone with you who's got their driving license, blah, 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 to supervise you because you're a twat. <laughs> so it's all like Chase, Chase, oh, I need it, I need it. Then you get your license. Oh, I've got my full license. Oh, I've got a full license. No, you haven't. You've got your motorbike license. You've got your HGV license. You know, you've got this license. What? Oh, God, yeah. You know, obviously having lessons like that to learn how to drive and, you know, how to be on the road, how to act in mannerisms, that's, that's fine, you know, no problem with that. But to keep having to pay, pay, pay. In the schools, I don't know if it's the same in, in your schools where you are, but in primary schools, they have a pen license. A pen license. When my kids told me, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, we've got to write in pencil until we're good enough, till we behave ourselves, and then we get a pen license. I said, tell them to shove it. Go throughout the whole school using pencil. Stuff them. Don't bother. You know what I mean? They're getting you to jump through hoops to be they're malleable and they're forming you and your thought processes as a child. Oh, I've got to do this. You know? <laughs> it's a shame because I said to my, my, my son, uh, who's young, and I said, right, you're going to come and do this. You've got to be this age to do it. But, you know, you've got another year to go. Come, come, we're getting there. We do this, right? It's a, a fun thing, a fun, fun thing. But can't. I said, why not? He goes, because it's illegal. I said, what's illegal? I'm only son at a certain age, and that's that age. So I said, dear difference. So, so what? I'm not going to really mind. It's nothing major. It's like it's just an assault course or whatever, you know? Uh, outdoor assault course. Say no, come on, you come, come do it. No, I can't. It's illegal. And this is the thing. It's now putting his head. I can't because of this. I can't. So this is what they're doing: is taking your rights away bit by bit by bit, taking your rights away, and then selling them back to you. TV license. Oh my God! The UK loves a license. It really loves a license. <laughs> James Bond, license to kill. Me, license to thrill. <laughs> but, um, oh, TV license. You know, people around the world go, what? You have to pay a license to watch telly. Well, only to watch BBC, the British bullshitting channel. And uh, loads of people are now not paying it. It's like, why should we pay to be indoctrinated? Once you realise the indoctrination that the BBC does, and the BBC is actually a government channel. So, why pay for bullshit? Why? And it's, it's a great scam when you think about it. Really great scam. It's been devised for many, many years that you are paying for your own indoctrination. You are paying to have your own mind fragmented. You know, if you have a van, you want to take rubbish to the tip. Oh, you need a waste transfer license. It's like, what? Well, I just can't go and put the take rubbish down a dump to get rid of it ethically, supposedly. We know what they're doing down the dumps or recycling centers, as they're called nowadays. 
yes, it's illegal for you to carry that bag of rubbish in your van to take to there, unless you've got a license, which I don't know how much it costs. I think it's about 600 odd pounds a year. So it's not cheap. This license, that license, this license. Oh, God. Oh. <clears throat> and this is it, right? Just listening to the radio the other day. And it's saying apparently to vote now in the UK, I think there's some voting thing coming up. I'm not sure because I don't vote. Uh, and it says, yes, from now on, you will need, excuse me, getting comfortable. You need photo ID. We don't like, listen to the words. We know most people don't like carrying photo ID with them. Oh, listen to the words. We know that most people don't like that. How do you know? Who do you ask? Who do you ask? Precursor to digital ID. Precursor to being chipped up. We know most people don't like that. But, so they're doing, but to vote, you now have to bring in your ID, which is driving license, passport, or a freedom pass. First I've heard of it, what's a freedom pass? Does anyone know? A freedom pass. What the freaking hell does that mean? What's a freedom pass? Is it for British people or is it for uh, refugees? Is it for immigrants? Uh, who's it for? A freedom pass. Never heard of it. So, so you have to have a pass to say, I'm free. I don't get it. So by doing all of this stuff, it's like taking over your whole lives, control of your whole lives. And you go, oh, I can't do anything. And it's so, so vastly controlled. And I need a license for this. I need that freedom pass. I'm free. I'm free. Yeah, but you can't go there. You can't do this. You can't do it. Yeah, but I've got a freedom pass. They know it's a load of old shit. They know it. And at school, you know, indoctrination camps where you can't, if you're one of these that questions or put your head above the parapet, you know, or you're a bit boisterous or a bit, you know, funny. Bang, they come down hard. I mean, in my day at school, I'm sure a few of you will attest to this, whether you actually had it or not, it's a different story. But we would have our heads knocked together. And I mean, really knocked together the ears, like smash, and that really hurt. We'd have the chalk thrown at us. We'd have the bald rubber. You know the bald rubber of the blackboards? Am I allowed to say that anymore? They call them chalkboards. Don't think they have them anymore. Chalkboards or whiteboards. It's all digital now, isn't it? So the kids are, oh, what, what do you do on a blackboard? Oh, you can't say that. Why? You said black. Yeah, well, what colour is that? Black. Oh, well, you can't say that. <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. And you forever beat down, right? Queue up here. Do this there. This time is when you can have lunch. This time you can have a break. This time is when you go home. Make sure you do your homework. Homework. So they've left school. They still got to do homework. The mind is full of shit. So you can't, you know, do an in-depth study on the real history of the world or real medicine, real healing. Imagine that if they taught kids healing. Imagine that the difference in a world. So therefore, they're badgering the brain. It's throbbing, and that's why people get headaches. They don't know what to do. It's like. So when it comes to the time when you need to stand up, when you need to speak your voice, voice your concerns, the indoctrination comes in, the trigger. They know it. They know it. Listen, trust me. Trust me, trust me. I'm a doctor. No, I'm not a doctor. I'm <laughs> just taking the piss. But when, when you work 
in hypnotherapy, the hypnotherapy field, hypnosis field, NLP field, you know, CBT, CB, yeah, CBT field, all this sort of stuff, psychology, psychiatry. The mind is so precious and the, these controllers, they know exactly how to manipulate the minds. They do. First of all, via the television, tell live vision, creating scenarios that like I've spoken on many podcasts before, problem, reaction, solutions. You're like, oh, the brain's, oh my God, this has happened. So now you're distracted looking at that rather than getting on with your stuff or just living your life. That's oh my god, now you're in now you're in survival mode. Oh I'm in survival mode. How am I gonna how am I gonna afford the rent? How am I gonna afford to eat? How am I gonna do this? Oh my god, my children how, how many people are, are not eating just so their children can eat? How many people are not eating to put the heating on? In this day and age, in this world, what a freaking joke. What a joke. So when it comes to voice your concerns most people won't they want to if you put a post on on social media this that, and the other then you may get a load of people go, oh yeah it is well yeah, i disagree yeah that's oh that's yeah it's not right that isn't right well what are you going to do about it what are you going to do about it uh nothing absolutely nothing why i thought i thought we was on the same page we disagree with what's going on and we need to do something about it so uh, i've got to go shopping Oh, I've got to go and do this. I've got to... And if you get them and say, listen, you do understand that your mind's been fragmented and I completely understand why, you know, you're not fighting for your rights. I can understand that. But then it's getting over that hurdle. It's getting over that hurdle. And it's teaching the children from a young age. I mean, I, I, I take my girls boxing. Right, they go boxing. On well, my oldest, she's uh, fantastic form, really good form. The way she moves, she's very natural at it. Boom, 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 boom. She won't get in the ring. And I say, you need to get in the ring. Get in the ring. Uh, and I can see she's scared. I can see it. She's terrified get in the ring because once you get in the ring and you need to learn how to accept getting hit and sometimes hard you need to accept it oh but you know get smack in the face bomb like that and uh she doesn't want that that's that's her her choice i said listen you you it's a hurdle once you get over that hurdle and you get in the ring and you you know you throw some punches and you you know you're never going to be the best at, at you know that level And they're fighting boys as well. They're experienced. So it's quite daunting. It's like, just get in there, throw yourself in. Get in there, take some punches, get in there, learn from that. Then the next week, you do it again. You go, oh, right, I've done that punch. I'll do that. And right, you're learning to progress. I said, also what it does, it makes you think that much faster. Think, 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 think. And therefore it becomes second nature. So that's a kind of a huge life lesson. But most people miss it. But my twins, oh my God. <laughs> they're straight in the ring. You know, they're straight in there. Bang, bang, bang. This week, both of them had cut lips. They have noticed they've come out of the ring and said, oh, you got a cut lip? Oh, boy. Oh, okay. They're ready for it. They're ready. They just got stuck in. Yeah, we're just going to get stuck in. And that's the difference. Just doing it. Getting in and doing it.
luckily enough, they are very vocal when there's wrongdoing and they do speak up even against teachers, even against other stuff. And this is it, you've got to teach your children, stand up for your rights, but how can they stand up for their rights if you don't stand up for yours? You have to lead by example. And yes, it's bloody uncomfortable at times. You know, you, you speak your mind out. If there's anything wrong, if you're out in a social setting or you've gone for something to eat and something's wrong and, and the service is crap or the waiter, waiter or waitress is rude, most people just leave it. <laughs> this is typical British. This is, you go out for something to eat and it's crap service, crap food. And you start eating, they come over and say, no, this is crap. They say, oh, what's your food like? It's rubbish. Oh, yeah, crap. Isn't she rude? This is moody old cow she is. Oh, this and the other. And she comes over and says, oh, how's everything? Yeah, lovely, thanks. Yeah, great. Yeah. That's a British trait. See, the British people have been formed to be too polite, to be polite. I think that's changing, these generations of younger kids, because now they're super rude. People are getting rude, but um, in general, it's like, oh, if you're put on the spot, no, be polite, be polite. Don't upset their feelings. But if you go, no, hold on, this is not what I asked for. And why is this on my plate? And why is that? But you know, they're going to go and spit on it in the kitchen. So <laughs> just say, no, I don't want anything else, thanks. But that's at basic level, standing up for your rights. I've come in to pay for a nice meal, pleasant company, pleasant surroundings, and I'm not getting that. How many people complain? They don't. And they're used to that. And because they know that people aren't going to complain, they apply the pressure on even more. Right, we're going to do these 15-minute cities. Yeah, we're going to do this digital ID. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to do the cashless. False, false. We're going to close the banks. We're going to close the uh, cash points. Oh, I have to do it online. Don't want to do it online. Oh, you're, for you're forced into it. You're corralled. Like where the sheep farmer wants the sheep to go a certain way, so he gets his sheep dog out, boop, 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 and then has the fence in a certain way, so it's all corralled into there, into the sheep dip, into the sheep shearing, into whatever the slaughterhouse. That's how they do it. And there's many people online now, many, many people online, and they're fighting their corners, you know. Certain people are fighting a 15 minute city, some people are fighting a digital ID, some people are fighting whatever, you know. Talk about these military personnel coming into the UK, ready to take over. Um, everything <clears throat> people bang on about the you know, the energy bills are high, yeah, exactly. They're only high because you're paying them. Why are you paying them? Because you have to, do you? Do you really? Where's it say that then? Oh, the law, what law? Oh, this act. Oh, an act. Read the word. Act. It's not real. <clears throat> Again, it's educating yourself. Educate yourself. If something, if you feel uncomfortable in a situation where your stomach goes, it's like, why is it going? Why? Why is it going? Dig deep. Well, uh, that feeling kind of triggered me and made me uncomfortable. And then most people leave it. They don't bother carrying on. But it's at that, at that time where you need to carry on, where you need to push through. You know, on the other podcast, I say, like, if you've got partners, family, friends on your case all the time, you've got to push through that. Say, no, I'm not accepting your crap. How dare you? Who do you think you are? You'll be in a government mouthpiece. You'll be in a pharmaceutical mouthpiece. You'll be in a banking mouthpiece, corporate mouthpiece. 
you're doing their jobs for them. Unpaid. So people have been battered and battered and battered from birth to not rise up. Because the thing is, the parasitic class have learned all the way through the centuries, all through the millennia, right? If we do this, that doesn't work. If we do that, doesn't work. Ah, this works. Oh, we just do. That's it. They've now got the, called the system, isn't it? It's called the system, the matrix. They designed it. So you try and fight that system, that matrix, it's hard work because they've created the whole network. The police. First line, well, I'd say the first line of defence to protect the uh, parasitic class. But in fact, thinking upon that, reflecting, it's actually your peers. It's the first line of defence. Just say an opinion in, in a group of friends, in a group of family, just say um, a contradictory opinion. Watch what happens. See if anyone jumps to the defense of the pharmaceutical companies, the bankers, the government, government politicians, the corporations, the supermarkets, whatever. Just see if anyone defends them. Try it. Test it. Test it out. Test it out. You'll be surprised at the results. You'll be surprised. You know, some people may be on your side with something, but there'll be something there that they'll they'll uh, defend. There will be. Unless they've come out of the system, they've come out there. They're now cognitive thinkers. But if you look at your rights as a human, but again, <laughs> you can go, I know because it's so much knowledge, but the word human means non-man, monster. That's what it actually means. So say for human rights, that's actually monster's rights. That's what they class you. But it's like, okay, I was born here. Don't want to cause any harm. Uh, obviously, you need food, water, shelter, and whatever else after that. That's the basic needs, isn't it? That should be complete rights you should have a home why do you need to pay to live because it's subduing you you know it's and this is it i speak about it quite a bit but you've got these so-called military personnel that come in uh into the uk in all the hotels two-year contracts all taken over so loads of weddings have been cancelled people's holidays have been cancelled to supply these hotels by the home office right then these 160 or thousand ukrainians are coming in right okay so they're now taking the the services all for free they're not paying a thing so they get the nhs free you know they get their housing free clothing free and they get a, a weekly allowance as well some said it's about 175 pounds a week do the pensioners get that And if you complain, guess what happens? You get called a racist. You get called a racist. So this is what I said before. They've set the system up to suit them. So as soon as you, they've thought of all the scenarios. They've thought of them already. So and people go, why, why this? Why, why doesn't it change? Why doesn't this happen? Because they don't want it to change. It suits them. What's racist? Answer me this. What is racist about you working hard? 
struggling, trying to eat, eat, pay your bills, pay your mortgage or your rent or whatever, paying to have a car if you've got a car, paying to maintain it, fuel, tax, insure it, all the full, it's all pay up out, clothes, the full works, food, oh, okay, right, I've got to cut back on that because that's gone up triple, quadruple the price. And then the government bring them all in. There you go. In London, they're giving, they're building uh, new houses for them. I think they're going to give 600 houses away. It's like, I don't even have my own home. It's all taken. All taken. And it, gets, it really gets you go at times. It's like, oh, bloody hell, you know. I would love to have my own home, but. And then these guys come in, there you go, there's a brand new house for you, brand new house for you. And here's some money for you, here's some clothes, here's this, here's that. It's like, wow. Yeah, if I said, hold on a minute, surely you should be looking after your own people. Racist, racist. Okay, so if I'm filling up my car, which is mostly bloody tax on the petrol, diesel, mostly tax, that's paying for them. Why can't, I, why can't I have that money and, and me have my own home? Or, you know. You've got to think about this, guys. You've really got to think about this. As I said before, you're paying for your own um, demise. Paying for your own demise. The more you keep paying the bills, the more you keep paying this. And that money is going to fund that, which is going to end up making your life harder. So you're paying to make your life harder. And then, you know, if you're called a racist for saying, hold on a minute, what's going on? Yet people in the UK of whatever backgrounds, ethnic backgrounds, have all been saying the same things. And they're saying, well, how can I be racist if I'm a black man? And I'm saying they're coming in. Oh, yeah, but you're racist against them. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this is what they do. When you speak out, you're tarred with a brush. That's it. Boom, you're this. Here's a label. You're that. In the end... This is where people don't want to fight back. They don't want to fight for their rights. Oh, God, I know I want to say this, but if I do that, everyone's going to think I'm racist or I'm sexist or I'm homophobic or whatever, you know. Drag queens teaching children. It's like, well, hold on a minute. And doing rude stuff on stage in front of children in the schools. And a lot of parents aren't speaking out. Why? Because they're frightened. Oh, speak out. Oh, it's your right to bloody speak out free speech why am i not allowed to say that who are you to tell me that i can't say that but you can no 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 fight for your rights fight for your rights of freedom of speech fight for your right freedom to travel look at the passport the british passport even says it does it uh travel unhindered even says it in there unhindered but then you have passport control which means you're being hindered and uh, I think I mentioned it before. It's a, an old Charlie Chaplin film. Oh, God. Someone remind me. And it's, it's King and this little boy. And this King says, yes, you're free to do whatever you wish. You're free to <clears throat> travel wherever you like. And this little boy goes, only with a passport. Yes, but you have the freedom to travel to that country and that country. Only with a passport. Port pass. That's your port pass. And a little boy was saying it. And this was over 100 years ago. About 100 years ago, this film. 
And the little boy was bang on this king. He had this king. I know it's acting, but the, the point was so prominent. It, it's you keep banging on, we have this freedom. You keep saying we have this. You keep saying we have that, but only if we have this, which we have to buy from you. If you fight for your rights, it's, it's like like the miners here in the UK in the 80s, you know, fighting um, for better conditions, for, for more pay, whatever. So they went on strike. And so they went on strike, they were, you know, ridiculed and the violence, the violence from the police, unreal. You see them, you see old footage of the police battering them, you know, their truncheons. But they're fighting for their rights. It's like, hold on a minute, you're doing this or you're closing down this colliery. And we need it. We need it open. And then the guys that went in to work, even though the rest were on strike, were called scabs, they were attacked as well by their own fellow man, their mates, their relatives. They were attacked. Going to work, so I need to work, I need the money to feed my family. And this is what they do, they take, they squeeze. Stick together, guys. Stick together. This is it. That's what they do. Divide and rule. Yeah, we get them fighting them. That's it. We can just sit back and laugh and count our coins and chug on our port and smoke a fat cigar. Fight for your rights. Don't be scared. Listen, it's getting over that barrier of fear. Getting over that barrier of fear. Fear of consequence. Or if I speak up, this is going to happen. If I, I want to go to a protest, I really want to speak out about this, but I've seen people arrested. I've seen people beaten up by the police. So I'm not going to go. But imagine if you went, your neighbours went, all your neighbours went, your whole town went, your whole city went. Your fear would go just like that. And this is where on the odd occasion you do need leaders. You do need someone to say, come on, come on. Let's rally the troops. We're not going to be putting up with this anymore. We're not going to be putting up with it anymore. That's it. Had enough of shit food. Had enough of shit water. You know, that Ohio train derailment that they're just suppressing. And the other train derailments around the country with the toxic stuff. And, you know, I read something uh, earlier today. This woman, she's a fish idea. Right? So she goes around ideeing what fish. And she goes, they're all dead everywhere. She goes, all the algae, the moss that's coming out of the, the streams where it'd be green is now white coating. It's all white. And you just do this with a stick in the water and you see all the oil, all, all the chemicals in it. All dying. All dying. Reporters being arrested. Can't report it. <laughs> Need to stand up. They don't give a toss about murdering you they don't give a toss about making you ill they don't give a toss about making you and you paying for it they don't give a toss about starving you they don't care about you that that old american comedian george carlin if you see that clip on youtube george carlin they don't care about you don't care about us and michael jackson sang a song about it didn't he they don't care about us they don't you're just farm animals to them farm animals Stand up for your rights. Lead by example. Show your children. Imagine, I don't know. You see the memes, don't you? It's a, uh, it's a cartoon, isn't it? A, a dad sitting there 
I think he's got his daughter on his lap and he's like the son's lying on the floor or something like that. And I said, what, what did you do in the war, Great War, Dad? What did you, because it, make no bones about it, we are in a war, a psychological war that is causing lots of deaths. What did you do in the Great War? Oh, I, did, I just sat at home and did nothing. Oh, great. What did you do? Oh, I did this, I went out and done that. I did my bit. I did what I could. What camp are you going to be in? Sit at home, do nothing, or be an active member? Activist. Humanity is at stake, people. Humanity, the whole of humanity is at stake in these parasites. Getting ready to reset the world again. If you've learned anything about resets, research them. They do it every now and then. Completely wipe out most of humanity, take a lot of the children, and then restart again, and then they're in control again. And then, you know, next reset, they might not even talk about Bible or Jesus. It might be something completely different. But it's the same, same uh, realm, the same earth, but the whole belief system's different. You might have, like, Donald Duck is God. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, that sounds silly, but they change everything. Rewrite the whole of history. Rewrite it all. This this has been playing in my mind. I'm going to vocalise it here. As we know, our history is a lie, complete lie, complete and utter lie. Books have been rewritten. All street names have changed from what they originally were because someone caused offence to the snowflakes. But nowadays we have like computers, laptops, phones, whatever, and we can write it digitally. We can write things. But if that goes, gets lost in water or wherever, gets smashed up, that's gone, isn't it? You write a book, there's a fire, gone. Okay. Now this is going to sound a bit out there, but I think it's a great idea. You might think otherwise. What did Moses have? He had his Ten Commandments. In what? In stone. The Sumerian clay tablets. The Rosetta Stone. Yeah? Written in stone. And there's that saying, it's written in stone. So it's classed as fact. It's written in stone. So you get these little um, engraving tools. I think Dremel. If you said a Dremel, most people know what you're talking about. Little engraving things, little drill, and you can engrave, and people engrave jewelry and other stuff. Again, seeing other thoughts come in. And what I was thinking was getting one of these tools, and if you find a stone or a rock or anything big, doesn't have to be big, and do little teeny stones and do little messages on them. You know, like this is this. If there's a new reset, this is the year, whatever it is at the moment. But we're told the Gregorian calendar and uh, do not trust so 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 do not trust these families do not trust pharmaceuticals they'll come out there'll be a time this is how they will do it imagine that writing it in stone and burying it so years later when they're excavating oh, what was this then oh seen that like the cave paintings they draw stuff on the caves don't they oh look they can see aliens see this Oh, what's this being of a funny shaped head? It's all there. It's all there. Yes. Uh, I know since, since saying that, 
you may get people that are going to write lies. So, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You have a great idea, and all of a sudden, the, the, the flip side of it is, you have people going to lie and they're going to make things up and say, you know, hail this person, hail that. This is the truth. This is and people go, oh, that's the truth when it's not. Any suggestions? You know, we could say, oh, we belong to a fellow thing and have any, a certain logo engraved, but then someone will copy it, won't they? Oh, I don't know. I suppose if it takes a lot of effort, but again, if they're paid shills, government shills, then they're going to do it, aren't they? Mm. There'll be a way around it. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Write a message. Yeah, they have time capsules, don't they, that go into the future and they pull them out and go, oh, what was this like in 1953? Oh, look, this is this. Oh, my God, look. Huh. time capsules <laughs> time capsules in a metal flask or whatever write notes in it you could do all that can't you there you go time capsules and then maybe have your name in it so at least then it can be traceable and a photo of yourself Ooh, that's better and stones as well. She can put a load of them in it and put them around the place. What do you reckon? Should we start doing our own time capsules? <laughs> time capsules of the world. Yeah. But then if the Smithsonian Institute is around, then they'll just hire them any discoveries like they did the giants, etc. And all the elves and the fairies that you think don't exist or didn't exist. Oh yeah, fight for your rights, guys. This is it. You're, you're by doing a time capsule, you're fighting for the rights of the future generations. And this is how these huge families are so successful because they do it in the family and they do it all together. This is what we have to do to suppress humanity. This is what we have to do to keep them in their place so that we can stay in our place. We have to keep them down there. The film Bugs Life says it all. Says it all. If only they realized how much how powerful they are they're far more powerful than us so we've got to keep them in fear if they ever recognize how powerful they are we're done for I'm telling you to your face come on guys we need you to stand up we need you to start uh, influencing other people yeah if you've got major influence on tiktok or instagram or wherever just use it Use it, ask questions, get the people in. And yes, some people will have made bad life choices, bad mistakes, like getting a jab or whatever. There's still people in the camps like they're laughing at them. Oh, so you took them, we told you not to. Yeah, we did tell them not to. That's their choice. If they now regret it because they didn't have informed consent, which they didn't, you know, we need them to come over. So yeah, you realise you made a mistake. Okay, right, let's work on that mistake. We work that with the healing and whatever. Right, now join us. Would you believe that there'd be a fight for humanity? Which <laughs> I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it'd be in my lifetime. Seems to have been really rushed. So if it's been really rushed, digressing again, 
if it's been really, really rushed in, like we're known about this agenda, agenda 21, that's now gone two years ago. Next step is agenda 30 with uh, 2025 in the middle as a, as a, a, like a marker point to see where they are. But it seems as though it's been rushed and rushed and rushed to do this, do this, do this. But listen, guys, if there's a few towns around the country that were going to do the 15 minute cities and now they've backed out, that shows it works. You've sounded your voice. You kick it off. You say, no, I'm not having that. Showing your anger. OK, we're told that anger is bad. Yeah, if you're constantly angry, you go around hitting people and beating people up and killing them. Yeah, that's bad. But anger is an emotion, and it's an emotion that's been suppressed. You know, we've had a real good vent, a real red run. Often you go, oh, oh, I feel much better. You've got it off your chest. Vent. You're allowed to be angry, especially men. My God, men have been so freaking suppressed and feminized, it's unreal. Another subject for another day. I've noticed that it's more women speaking out than men. You know? Come on, men. We need you. We need you to stand up. Fight for your rights. If you don't fight for your rights, you, you then lose them. But, as I said before, it seems to be really rushed. This rush, this rush. Let's do this. Let's do that. Why is there a time period? Think about that. Why is there a certain time period where they need everything in place? Why is that? That must mean there's a, something even bigger waiting. Is that the ascension of humanity? Is that a full-on spiritual awakening that they're doing whatever they can to suppress? And yes, as Rudolf Steiner clearly said, I think it was 1916, 1918, that in the future, they will bring out jabs to disconnect people from their souls. He said that over a hundred years ago. And guess what's happened? Every single client that comes in has had the jab. Their clairvoyance is disconnected. Shows their chakras out. Boom. Crown chakras out. Gone. Every single person. So therefore, it's, it's proof in a pudding. Someone said that over a hundred years ago, and we've got factual evidence to show it. With a bit of work and a bit of healing, a bit of frequency healing, yes, it can be rejigged and, and reconnected. Some people don't believe it can, but it can. And I suppose, really, it is, yeah, we've got the freedom fighters. You shouldn't even have freedom fighters. should just be free anyway. But when you've got oppressors, you need freedom fighters. But if you've been jabbed, you seriously, seriously need to have a word with yourself and see where your allegiance lies. Is it with humanity or is it with the oppressors? Get yourself checked. Trust me, get yourself checked. Have a scan, have a bioresonance scan. Go on the website, www.puresoulquantumhealing.com. Have a bioresonance scan. You'll be surprised what will come up, what will be shown. It empowers you. Empower yourself. Empower yourself. Once you empower yourself, it's like a kind of, um, <laughs> it's like a power pill in Pac-Man or something. You go, romp, 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 romp. And then the ghosts are chasing you. 
Then you eat a power pill. Blah, 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 blah. Guess what? You then go around and you get to eat the ghosts. <clears throat> and that's what it's like. You have a scan. You empower yourself. You now know exactly what's wrong with your body, what issues to deal with. And by doing that, taking personal responsibility, it starts to change the way you think, the way you see things. So, so there's loads of benefits to having a scan. Loads of benefits. It's life-changing. For the better. Fight for your rights, guys. Fight for your rights. It's like, you know, <clears throat> and you, you get a lot of armchair warriors, keyboard warriors going, oh, yeah, well, stop it. Just stop. Anyone who's still fighting or saying their evidence is better than your evidence or, you know, I, I, I'm a born-again Christian, so I'm better than you because you're just a, a normal Christian. What the fuck are you on about? What are you on about? Fucking Jesus wasn't even a Christian. <laughs> you know? Just stop it with a divide and rule. Anything you do is like, be careful. Like, I'm, am I being manipulated? Am I being manipulated to help with a divide and rule? Am I? Again, that comes to cognitive thoughts. You're thinking, right, okay, right, where am I now? What? Look around, what have I bought? I've bought that. How did I buy that? I was an advert on telly. All right, why have I got that car? Because uh, it was advertised on telly. Um, uh, why, why am I wearing these clothes? Oh, it was advertised on telly. <laughs> Take control. Personal responsibility. Bite for your rights. Time capsules. Come on. Hey, hey, Mr. Time Capsule Challenge. I want to do that. Join the groups, guys. Join the groups. Go on those websites. Join the uh, mailing list. That way it's easier for me to email everyone and say, look, you know, we're going to do this challenge, that challenge. Come on. Let's do it, guys. Yeah. What's better? Is it metal or plastic time capsules? I know plastic's bad for the environment. Glass could get crushed. What do you reckon? Is there uh, another solution? Yeah, because if we're blowing loads of plastic, that's not good, is it? I don't know. We'll work on it. Well, again, if it's there to save humanity, then I suppose it could work for using plastic time capsules. Instead of metal ones that could rust, but if you've got stainless steel, I don't know. Something to look into, guys, isn't it? But let's do it. Let's start doing it. Imagine that. You imagine. Come on. Get excited, passionate, get passionate. You imagine if thousands, millions of people started doing time capsules. I know you're going to get the liars. I know you're going to do that. But if we got, you know, photographs of us, what we're doing, describe our lives. I found this happened, la, 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 la. And I found out that these companies lie. These families control this. This does this. This does that. In the future, if you notice this, this is what they're going to be lying about. This is what they're going to be setting you up for. Imagine that. That's real education, isn't it? Real education. Right. Leave it with me because I'm going to think about this. Time capsule challenge. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. So as I had the time capsule challenge in my mind, come pay it forward. I'll do another podcast on that. Pay it forward. All right. Listen, guys, we've got to work together to help humanity. We, we do for our children, their children, their children's children, all the way through. We've got to do it. Yes, 
bees uh, parasitic class have all the wealth in the world. They have the tanks, the guns, the planes, the helicopters. They have the toxic chemicals to wipe out humanity. They have underground bunkers. They have everything. They need to steal your children. They need to steal this, steal your land. They work on fear, steal, steal, take, take. They create nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, they do actually. They create fear. They create pain. They work for the darkness. Okay? Work for the darkness. When are you going to say enough is enough? Enough is enough. It's up to you guys. It's all up to you. It's, but the thing is, the, the more you procrastinate, the, the heavier things become. Getting out there, saying, no, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. You know, you've got um, here in the UK, and I hate saying that UK because it's a corporate in the British Isles. We've got stand in the parks. You've got that. People stand in the park. The thing is, that came in the, the pandemic. Before, right now, we're going to stand on a Sunday morning. We're going to do this. We're going to get people together. And then what they do is they think, right, oh shit, people are now standing up against it. So we'll kind of wane it out. And because they wane it out, People go, well, we don't need to come anymore because it's, there's no more lockdown. There's no more this. There's no more forced vaccinations. There's no vaccine pass. There's no nothing. So we don't have to do it anymore. What a great way of dissipating, you know, troublemakers, people fighting for their rights. Just ease it up. If you ease it up, right, you ease up. I'll ease up because that wasn't working. You know, it was working for a while. We've got everyone scared and paranoid. We've got the majority to do that. But this other lot, oh, they're not taking it lying down. So we'll, we'll proceed on that and we'll bring it out another way. But find out if there's a local stand in the park where you are. Find out. I met a, a, a couple the other day. And it's funny. They said, oh, we have a, a, a mutual friend. I said, who's that? So-and-so. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and talking about, and then it just went whoosh. It's only supposed to be like a five-minute meeting. We're on for about an hour and a half. It's like, there yeah, you stand out, completely on board. Fantastic, fantastic. So there is an undercurrent of um, people, no matter your, your, your ethnic background, no matter your financial background, no matter anything. A lot of people are realising something's wrong and uh, maybe they're indoors and thinking oh my god who do I talk to because you think if they're just coming out of their shells now it's like who do they talk to <laughs> their friends aren't conspiracy theorists their friends aren't people who question they're they're full of you know people that support the mainstream so then they're feeling super lonely so again asking the questions what do you think about this what do you think about that Draw them out. Join together. Get your time capsules. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Lots to think about. Lots to think about. But fight for your rights. Because you're not only fighting for your rights, you're fighting for the rights of every single human being on this planet. Whether it be round, whether it be triangle, whether it be flat, whether it be concave, whether it be on the back of a turtle. <clears throat> flying through space.
It's all about the children, guys. We've got to fight for the children. We really have. Fight for the children. Even if you don't have children, fight for others' children. Because they are the future. Children are the future of humanity. So either they're going to be, you know, um, brainwashed, indoctrinated by the indoctrination centres, the schools, or they can learn the truth. And there's some great people out there doing some great things with uh, um, homeschooling or, you know, Organize, they're organizing their own organizations and they're learning, they're teaching kids how to do plumbing, how to do carpentry, how to grow food, how to do whatever. That's fantastic. That's what we need more of. That's what we need more of. Yeah. So come on, guys. I want you to get waking up, waking up, get passionate, get going, start a plan. What can you do? Don't for one minute think that your voice doesn't matter. It does. It really, really does. One voice stand up. You have an oppressive regime here. One of you stands up against a massive regime oh, on your own. It's like, oh, God, but I'm still going to do it. Someone see you stand up. So this person, whoop, or I'm standing up now then. I'm backing you up. Well, hold on. We're on now. Ooh. Then it happens. Bump, 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 bump. Thousands of millions thing. Starts with one person. Is that person you? Start it, guys. Come on. Let's snowball it. Let's snowball the effect. Fight for your rights as a human being. All right. Take care, guys. I look forward to hearing what you've all done. All right. Let me know. Message me. Send me a, send me a message via the site. Send me a message saying, well, I'm doing this. This is my plan. And therefore, and if you put your location as well, because I know a lot of people around the country and, and around the world, we could then link up. Yeah, could link up. Even if you're the only person in your village, your town, you know, your city to speak it out. Doesn't matter. You will join others. People will start coming to you. All right. Going to be exciting. <laughs> Take care, guys. See you real soon. Bye-bye.